An Exaltation of Music It was one of the most remarkable evenings of my life. I sat mesmerized, along with nearly 2,500 others in the auditorium, listening to ragas played by some of India's finest musicians, Shiv Kumar Sharma and Hari Prasad Charasya have spent a lifetime mastering Indian classical music and have been awarded the highest honors of a grateful nation. Indians will be well aware of their names and reputations, but for those from the West who haven't heard their movie soundtracks or albums, perhaps a little introduction is needed. Shiv Kumar plays the santur, an instrument with a hundred strings and a unique sound, played as a percussion instrument with small wooden hammers, a little like a blend between a sitar and a hammered dulcimer. But, to quote P.G. Woodhouse, that is like describing the Taj Mahal as a pretty nifty tune. Hari Prasad plays the Indian wooden flute. When hearing him, one begins to appreciate why Lord Krishna is depicted as entrancing devotees with his flute. They were accompanied by Vij Gatta on the tabla and Bawani Shakar on the pakwajad, a large barrel-shaped wooden drum. They too are famous musicians, and the four of them often play together. In fact, Shiv and Hari are long friends from a whole life and have played together for 61 years. In his introduction to the evening, Shiv Kumar said that Indian classical music and Indian spirituality are two sides of the same coin. The next morning, as we sat together with them at breakfast, Shiv said that he has read the autobiography of a yogi many times, and he felt that the concert's special magic was all due to the Guru's grace. The concert was dedicated to Yoganandaji, this being the 125th anniversary of his birth, and was a fundraising event for the Paramahansa Yogananda Charitable Trust, which serves many thousands of widows in Brindaban, India. In his autobiography of a yogi, Paramahansa Yogananda says, quote, In India, music, as well as painting and the drama, is considered a divine art. Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, the eternal trinity, were the first musicians. The divine dancer Shiva is scripturally represented as having worked out the infinite modes of rhythm, in his cosmic dance of universal creation. The, end quote, the ragas have a power to bring one's energy inward and upward and to connect one to God. The duet between the santur and the flute, going back and forth with increasing complexity and intensity, seemed like a dialogue in heaven. Add to this the tabla and the pankwaj and it felt like a conversation among four gods who were talking, laughing, teasing, competing, and uplifting one another in a language that bypassed the mind and went straight to the heart and soul. 
The whole purpose of the spiritual path is to raise consciousness, drawing it inward and upward, dissolving the separation of the ego. Absorption in whatever we love leads to losing our sense of isolation and merging with a greater reality. Meditation is one way of doing this. So also is the divine art of uplifted music. Try it for yourself by listening to a recording of the concert. The link is listed in the blog. I suggest that you listen in a setting where you can be silent and inward. I would even recommend that you use earphones and prepare to sit in silence after the music finishes. I think you will be transported to a higher realm. Davy and I, along with all of the others in the concert hall, certainly were. In the eternal Om, Nayaswami Jyotish. Yes.